This week on Gay Film 101, we're going to talk about the 1982 West German French English language film. Way too much going on. Corel. Okay, Dallas, does this movie even have a real IMDb description or is it just that this is a French whatever bullshit film? No, it does. A handsome sailor is drawn into a vortex of sibling rivalry, murder, and explosive sexuality. That sounds better than what this movie is. I'm spoiled. I, <laughs> ah. <laughs> the description makes it sound like it's going to be an exciting two hours and oh my God. I, I think the book is better than the movie. That, that, I think that's more a representation of what the book is, okay. which I'll get into. All right. This film, yes, came out in 1982, but it did not make its American debut until April 29th, 1983. That was 40 years, two months, and 29 days ago. Harold Washington is sworn in, becoming the first African-American mayor of Chicago, Illinois. A few retired professional athletes were born on this day. We have a professional basketball player and early crush of mine, David Lee, and NFL quarterback Jay Cutler, played for the Broncos and the Bears, notably. Uh, and then I'm skipping the song because it's by an artist that I don't like to talk about. It's 1983. I think you can guess which artist that is. But the film that topped the box office was Flashdance, which was about a woman welder who wants to dance. Uh, and of course, more known for the music. Flash dance, oh, what a feeling. Great song, wonderful song by Irene Cara. All right, as Ryan said, this is a West German French film. The reason for that is the director is German. Uh, that is Rainer Werner Fassbinder. And it is based on the 1947 novel Carrel of Brest by French novelist, playwright, and political activist Jean Genet. Uh, all right. It, it looks like it's fucking from the 40s, the quality of this. Maybe that was the point, Ryan. It, this is an art house I, film. And it looks like it was shot in a, a crappy studio. I just, I can't. That's, that is part of it. it. It's supposed, you're supposed to know it's on a set. That's the point. I do, I will say I like this. I like the cinematography. I know it's weird, but I do like that. You, It's clearly a set and you're, they're clearly inside, but it takes place outside. That is port. all I will give this film is it was trying something that was different on the time because I told Haley, I'm like, this is like an 80s movie. And she's like, I would have never guessed that in a million years. I will give it that, that this is something, it did something different. It tried. It's unique. You can at least give it that. Um, but what I will say there, this was a thing in the eighties because I was listening to a podcast about Flash Gordon. Do you know about Flash Gordon? I know the name, but no, it was, it was a comic strip and it was kind of like star Warsy. Um, but it was made in the eighties and all the actors were different nationalities. So what they did is they just had them speak their language and then dubbed it in English over them. And that happens in a lot of movies though, where you can tell which actors are actually speaking and which ones are not. And I, I didn't rewatch this movie, but I'm assuming that was the case because there was American actors, German actors. It's uh, weird because it, at first I'm like, is this a dubbed film? But then like the lead is clearly speaking in yeah, he's American, American English. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. But he's the only one, I think. I think the rest are German. Actors. But then some of them are like slightly off. And I was like, I, I don't know what I'm watching. And then there's like <laughs> bad accents. and Yeah, it's very stylized. Like 
we'll get to the particular scene that I want to talk about, but like, it almost looks like there's a sheen on the camera and like this certain characters are like really bright for some reason where it almost like you can't see them like their face. It's interesting. Okay. Can I guess your scene before we get into it in five minutes? Yes. Is it that I'm just going to give my ass? That's all scene. Like, of course. It, okay. <laughs> that's the reason we're talking about this movie. Okay. Um, but first, this holds a 57% on 14 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So not a very big pool of reviews, um, but it has a 71% audience score. Uh, Carell sold more than 100,000 tickets in the first three weeks after it was released initially in Paris, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but at the time for a gay film that was considered a success. Um, and yeah, I believe I'd have to look, but this is our first super horny movie right i feel like this is our first very I, maybe movie i i destroy I, I mean it was never not to the, and nothing's been to this level but what was the movie i didn't like world of, we're the world mine it was we're the world imp- mine, yeah. it was like implied sexiness yeah, but, but it was not this this no, is this is a horny disgusting, disgusting this is disgusting disgusting movie. yeah i don't think i've seen but a movie more disgusting not straight gay anything this is just disgusting uh-huh uh-huh everyone's wants to fuck everyone everyone's in love with everyone it's very everyone wants like the person to fuck their brother and stuff it was so disgusting it's like you want to fuck my brother or fuck my sister don't you yeah there's a it, lot maybe a good it'd be a good fuck don't you want to fuck their dick yeah yeah, yeah. my brother yeah i'm like yeah. okay we're we're <laughs> disgusted this is like ugh. Ugh. yeah um all right. Also, weekend had a sex scene, but where there's like come okay. on your chest, but that wasn't this. No, but these are that's that was like, like beautiful. Real, but that's like real relationship. This is if somebody yeah. talked like this in real life, I'd be like, get the fuck away from here. <laughs> <It's> so disgusting. <laughs> okay. So as I said, it's based on the 1947 novel Carell of Breast uh, by Jean Genet. He was very famous. Um, like poet, playwright, all of that. But his life is interesting. He was raised the first seven months of his life by his mom, who was a prostitute. And then he ended up in the foster system and which led to him basically um, in his teenage years being homeless and having to commit crimes to survive. And when he was 17, he ended up in a penal colony in France, which I think all those experiences like being in prison at a young age and all that really show up in the book that this movie is based on. Um, eventually he joined the French foreign legion was kind of forced to it was military in France. Um, but he was given a dishonorable discharge uh, for having gay sex basically. Um, and later in life, he met Jean Cocteau, who was another very famous French poet, visual artist. And he did all the illustrations for this book. He also worked as a film cinematographer. He did the forties beauty and the beast French film, um, among other films. And both of them were, for sure, Cocteau was openly gay in the 40s, which is was unique. Um, and then we get to the director of this movie. So, again, in the gay world, Fassbender's a big name. Uh, also, just in cinema. He kind of was the leader of the New German cinema movement, which was 1962 to 1982. It kind of died with his death. Um, but he directed over 30 feature films, um, from 69 until his death. So over a span of 13 years, um, he was 24 when he directed his first film. Um, 
and he's just i think he's beloved in cinema i don't think his personal life not so much but like what director in that time especially can you say that about um and he was the type of director who worked with actors over and over again and kind of had a troop of actors and then basically fucked all those actors (laughs) in his personal life uh the uh we're gonna get right into the who's gay in this movie um, actor wise but um he was he was bisexual he fucked everybody he was just a horny person i think that shows in his movies uh, but his first serious love interest according to him was the actor that plays no-no in this movie um gunther kaufman he was kind of, he wasn't an actor and um somehow fassbender met him and they put him in a movie and then they immediately started having a relationship interesting because fassbender was married at the time he got married in 1970 to a German actress, but of course he was fucking, uh, you know, men and women at the time. Uh, he was he was only married for two years, but a racist scene that is about this actor in this film, no, no. which is very weird. Yeah, about no, no. Mm-hmm. You haven't watched in a little bit. Yeah. Do you know the Do you know the racist scene in this movie? No, but I'm sure it's a, it's about Robert confronting Pharrell about sleeping with him, and this is what we hear, Dallas. We hear oh his oh Robert Carell's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. He's like homophobic. He's like you're a cornholer. Yeah. You're letting an N word f ya. I was like, okay, <laughs> so homophobic and racist at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> came out of nowhere like it was just like oh man okay we're gonna throw out the n-word okay yeah but yeah as you can tell despite the fact that their romantic relationship didn't last very long he still put him in his movies up until this movie 10 years later um and then saying he also had an actress who i think was like a secretary that worked for him that he kind of forced according to her forced her to be an actress and was like romantically and sexually interested in her and she kept turning away his advances and apparently according to her he was physically abusive towards her so he's got that as well so that's great um but yeah and also just i mean like you could tell in this movie addicted to cocaine and barbiturates and all of that like clearly everyone i think involved in this was on drugs and uh died of an overdose at age 37 so there you go that's the director um the movie was co-written by him along with Burkhard Dreist, who is an actor in this film. He plays Mario, the corrupt police captain, as Wikipedia describes him. Um, and I don't, I mean, I, rec- I I think Carell fucks everyone in this movie, but apparently he has sex with, Mario has sex with Carell in this movie. He does, and there was an awkward, stick your I, hand in my pants. I remember my, that scene. Feel like, my hard cock. It's it's big. It's a big one. I when he was to, talking about no-no's, cock's eyes. Oh, like, yeah. My, oh. Mine's, big, mine's big, too. Oh, yeah. Feel it. Feel it. And then he feels it, and he's like, yeah, it's fine. And he's like, give me a hand job. Give me a hand job. I, and then he gives him a hand job. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Because, yeah, because it's uh, it's when he suspects that Carell had sex with No-No and then wants him to tell him about it, yeah. Um, I will say, I feel like it's still a weird performance, but Brad Davis, who plays Carell, I think is the most grounded actor in this movie. I, I like his delivery, actually, in a lot of the scenes, personally. But, because uh, it is funny how, like, nonchalant he is about everything, especially the aforementioned scene that we will get to. Um, it's so good how he plays so aloof in that scene. Um all right, let's get to him. In fact, let's move on to Brad Davis. So he's the lead in this movie. He plays Corral. Um, he's the only American, I think, in this movie, at least main character in terms of actor. Um, which is funny because he's playing a French character in a German film, but it's English language, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, he was married to casting director Susan Bluestein. They got married in 76. They had a daughter, um, but he was openly bisexual and so fucking hot. Like big reason we're talking about this movie is because how hot he is in this movie, particularly in that sailor outfit. Have you seen the poster for this movie, by the way? I don't know if it was like whatever was on Max or Wikipedia. I don't know if it was on yeah. Max, but Google it later because it's it's him. Is this the one next to a penis, the giant penis tower. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a brick penis, Yeah, <laughs> like not even a little like hidden, just clearly a penis, um, which I love. Uh, but yeah, he was also had his issues with drugs, alcohol and was diagnosed with HIV in 1985. Um his wife suspects it was from sharing needles and stuff. Who knows? He was also, I assume, having sex with men at the time, but regardless. Um, but he died in 1991 from an intentional drug overdose. So it was described at age 41. So a lot of tragedy with this film. Uh, I also forgot to mention Fassbender died. The director died before this movie came out. He died a couple months before it came out. So it was his last film. But he was so embarrassed by it. I don't think so. <laughs> I think he loves this movie. (laughs) It's art, Ryan. You don't understand it. Okay. Art film. (laughs) Um, Some other actors I want to talk about just because they were, you know, the homosexual variety or at least had sex with men. Um, We have, I said, Gunther Kaufman, who had a relationship with the director, played No-No. And then there's Dieter Schiedor, who played Vic, who um, Carell murders and then frames Gil for it at the end. Um, But he was a German actor and his partner at the time was an actor from New Zealand who uh, they lived together for nine years. And he was also in this movie in a small part, Michael McLernan. Um, They both tragically passed away from AIDS about a year apart from the 80s. Um, All right, let's get into this movie. We already basically have. This is a movie that takes place in a French seaport and it is about Carell, a seaman, I guess, <laughs> who is docked in this port city and lots of ridiculous murder and sex ensue. And that is basically the movie. The plot's kind of confusing. Um, I didn't understand what, what, what this yeah, movie was about there's at a all. lot of, it just, it, I feel like one thing happens and then it completely changes to another thing that has nothing to do with the first thing. There's a lot of that. Um, I just thought it was about Corral's hot and we want to fuck him in the ass. Like that, that's, that really is what it was. <laughs> They're like, which is why I'm watching this movie as a kid. Cause I'm a horny little kid. And I see this hot fucking Brad Davis and where the hell is this movie? What, what channel is this on? Th- this was just my weird, like Google searching horny movie. This is what salt was literally. I would be like gay sex scenes in movies. And then, and then this pops up, this pops up like daily motion and Vimeo, like the, the, you know, yeah. X yeah. versions oh, know. of YouTube nope. where you can watch sex on it, porn basically. I did the um, same thing for straight scenes. Yes. Like, because I wasn't really like a hardcore porn. I was more interested in like movie scenes, like movie sex. Scenes. Um, and yeah, and this, this, the scene where he purposely loses the dice game and it's, oh my God, I'm just picturing it, like how weird that was, that scene, how it was shot, how it goes up to Nono's face and he's like sweaty and glistening. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so um, a lot of a lot of stuff you're into, right? Like, because we ate that gross drools that he drools on. Oh, him. I know, Blech. and he drools onto his asshole, presumably. Uh, it was oh. like, oh, so much armpit. I know that's a gay. Oh my god, I'm, I forgot. I'm so into armpits. so much armpit, which is not a straight thing, really. But like talking to you, that's a is huge more turn on gay thing. Me. 
I was like, oh my god, armpit. I'm like, okay, that's we're just probably what reminds why I'm so into armpits is this movie because, yeah, it's Carell's armpit. And he like grabs it, right? Yeah, as he's fucking him. Yeah, it's not like grabbing dick and ass or anything. It's just it's armpit. This is the movie. Armpit. <laughs> so his armpit. Um, and the side note, the bear's dad is downstairs. I just remembered that, and I really hope the TV is yeah. loud because <laughs> I don't want him hearing this this at all. But whatever, <laughs> it is what it is. I picked this movie, and here we go. You're not going to watch this movie with him afterward? Yeah. I'm going to suggest this movie that we watch it together as a family. Go down and watch it. All right. So did you catch that it's the same actor playing his brother, Robert and Gil, which I think was on purpose. I was, you told me that, but I already had looked at like with a cast. Cause I was already just like out of this movie and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. Yeah. I think that's purposeful. Right. Cause it's also kind of, it's unclear if they're actually brothers or not too, I think. I don't know because it like because they were like and they're like something about them being orphans or something I don't know whatever I don't I that's my least favorite character I think is the brother Robert I really don't like that character I mean at all even even the lady what's her name oh Lizanne Lizanne says that Corell's dick has more character than Robert's dick you learn this i love how everyone's screwing everybody in this movie it's so funny she's so gross too like she tells krell you have a solid massive cock or solid massive heavy prick this movie is just disgusting it's it is it is i love it i love when a movie just goes all out like yeah we're perverts and let's just be perverts let's have our characters say the nastiest grossest things that we want to say but we can't i love it i love it i'm trying to remember so robert is having sex with Lizanne, even though she's married to no, no. Yeah. yeah. But of course we find out Robert won his game. So he didn't have to get fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah. But no, 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 didn't want to fuck him in the ass anyways. That we no, he wanted was to like, I, and it was like a, a very awkward, like minute, two minutes. He's like, you're not even that unattractive. You're fine. You're in the same line as everyone else. I just don't want to fuck you. I just don't want to yeah. just because I was like, okay. <laughs> No, no, his outfit too. Isn't he wearing like a black tank top? The whole and he movie? and he keep he'll have like an overshirt on and he'll take it off during the scene <laughs> just to be like that. Like, and I love I love this world where you you <laughs> you let your wife have sex with other people, but they have to go through you first. That's so funny. If you if you lose the game of dice, if you win the game of dice, which he doesn't even look. Which what the fuck is this? He literally t- turns his he rolls his dice and then he turns his back. Your turn. You could just roll and then go. Yeah, I beat you. I get to uh-huh. fuck your wife. Right. Yeah. But I think that's the whole play of it is he knows Carell wants it. So it's like why even bother look? Like he's gonna lose anyway. Um oh that scene is so hot though. I mean it's weird, but it's hot to me. At least it was um i can't tell you how many times i uh i watched just that scene six times in one day (laughs) (laughs) all right so i said it before but i do love the set i think the set is awesome i really do because i love when you can tell that a movie is on the set like i think that's so cool and i don't think it's like shittily made i think it's an artistic choice whether or not you enjoy it or not is one thing but I do think it was on purpose that we are on a set. This is a movie, um, which I, I prefer to like trying to be super realistic personally, but I don't know. And it's just the way it's shot and how it looks is so like enchanting and weird and creepy, but I don't know. It just caught my attention as a kid. I only think I watched it maybe twice all the way through. Maybe. Again, the, the plot is super confusing. It's just 
We also got a Razzie nominated song in this movie. A song? Yeah, from the Lizanne or whatever the hell her name is. Oh, does she sing? Yeah, it's each man kills the thing it loves. Each man kills the thing it loves. (laughs) And then there's like a a person in drag Mm -hmm. behind her that has no lines, isn't singing. It's just just her. So you didn't see the end. So I did see the end. I watched. I was I I was looking paying attention. I I was half ass paying attention. So you saw the stuff with his lieutenant, um, which I love because like, why is he in love with him? It doesn't really make sense. sure uh, also maybe... is there hints that he wants to transition the lieutenant yeah because he makes a comment i didn't write down exactly what it was and i didn't feel like going back to rewatch and because i was not feeling this movie <laughs> but it's something along the line that he has like a sad woman inside of him uh, maybe it's also is this the is this the narrator i couldn't tell who's narrating this fucking film oh don't ask me and we got weird interstitial like text on the, th- the screen that's like in order i don't even know what language it was but then we would get the american subtitle or english subtitles yeah I'm just so confused by this plot at all. Like I said, and it's also dubbed. So like sometimes this lieutenant would not be talking at all. It would be him on screen, yeah. not talking. And there, it, and yeah, and there's somebody speaking. So I don't know if he's a narrator. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> um, I do think, obviously it's based on a book, but I do think Fassbender put a lot of himself into Corel, like, um, you know, the whole bisexual tone of this movie. Very much mirrors, I think, his his personal life. God, it's the Brad Davis thing is so sad. He was so hot. I really, not to sound vain, but I really do hate when hot people die young. It's so sad. It's really sad. I had no idea who this guy was for that. You well, received a Golden Globe nomination. You didn't for this film. Not, I don't think so. For a different film. I'm saying not for this film. I'm saying before this film, he got nominated <laughs> I was for say, Golden not Globe. for this film. No, not for this film. No, he was. He was like, he was an extra in a lot of things and like small roles and TV stuff in the seventies. And then his break was Midnight Express, which was a movie based on a true story about a man who was, I think in a Turkish prison, I believe. And Turkish or Israeli, I can't remember. But um, yeah, that was his first big movie role. He's really hot in that movie too. And there's, there's a scene with him and an inmate that almost leads to to sex. So it's, it's homoerotic as well, but um, yeah, that's all I have for this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I usually I like to pick one or two things to kind of gleam some information off of you of just like gay culture or mm-hmm. just the gay world in general. The one thing that I took that was just like my stereotype that from coming from a straight perspective, I think this is Carell says to fuck men, you must love them, but you can be fucked for pleasure. So usually it was like in straight, the, or the stereotype is that, Hey, you can fuck a dude in the ass. You're not gay, but if you take it, you're gay. That, that is like the stereotypical thing. I'm not, I'm not gay. I just fucked him in the ass. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gay. Yeah, it's I didn't a whole, take it. Right, right, it's a whole. But in this, it's the reverse for Carell that you can get fucked in the ass just for pleasure. But you really have to like actually have feelings and emotions to fuck somebody. Yeah, I personally I more agree with that. I think the first the first thing you said is a very straight guy perspective. <laughs> oh yes, I'm saying I'm just saying that's the stereotype from the straight perspective. I, that's what I mean. That's a very straight guy stereotype. Because like, there's a lot of straight men who enjoy anal pleasure. I don't think that it definitely. I love when people women a lot of times will be like like are dating men who want them to like rim them and peg them and all that sort of stuff. Just like assume that that guy's gay. It's like, no, I don't think that's, I think that's the case. It's just a pleasure thing. It has nothing to do with that. And there's plenty of gay men who don't enjoy that. Don't like that, anything in there, but it's not a gay or straight thing. 
that is a turnoff to me in porn. Sometimes you don't know what you're getting into. You just click on a random video yeah. and then it's, oh, I'm eating out his ass. And it's like, that is not. I don't want to see not for me. Oh, yeah, no. No. <laughs> I like that in um in bisexual, like threesomes and stuff. I like that. I like when it's the, the woman eating the guy's ass. Okay, speaking of eating ass, Dallas, I'm assuming pretty obvious, but is Corral the guy you want to bang <laughs> in this movie? Of course, he's so fucking he's beautiful in this movie he's so dreamy um i understand why everyone in the town wants to have sex with him (laughs) so do i um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anyone else there's so many freaking characters in this movie but who's the like super gay character that's like kind of twinky i don't know if the cop is with them or or is it the guy who kills the other his co-worker because he's trying to rape him yeah, and then we get like a grabs his crotch when he dies. Yeah, is that the scene? That's one of those guys. You're dead. I'm gonna grab your crotch. <laughs> I, just I mean, I get that people are sexual. But I don't think anyone acts the way that these characters act. <laughs> like it's psychotic, <laughs> which I think is the point. It's a movie, and it's like um, obviously, it's heightened. Is that all the segments we do on this? We have to. We have to grade it, Dallas. Oh, do we have to? So I was debating on what I wanted to give this film. It's between, it was between two, but I think I'm going to land on a D minus to not an F just because it did do some artsy, fartsy, like just what it looked like. It was, cinematography was good. It's just a weird, it was just so weird and disgusting. I just, I, it's not, not for me. I'm willing, whatever you want, we can average it out. But to me, it is a D minus. Yeah. Just from a film perspective, I can't give it a D. I'll give it a C minus. Um, which what averages to we'll go a d plus d plus okay. i'm okay giving it a d plus i can't give this movie a c minus i just can't i have to go d plus yeah it's one of those movies like i can respect it for what it is but i'm not, i'm probably never gonna watch it again it, it the pot is confusing it's yeah you'll just weird you'll movie. just shoot your loads i just scenes. you'll just, just go on go on whatever i don't even know what those youtube equivalent sites are if they even exist anymore oh they do daily motions still exist I didn't even know Daily Motion was something. I assume it, the full version is on. Did you watch on Max? I watched it on Max, yeah. I assume it's uncensored. So I could just go on there and skip around. <laughs> um, yeah, no, gosh, the dialogue in this movie is coming back to me is so gross. It's disgusting. I think it was the biggest turnoff for me. Like nothing we've watched rivals this Dallas. This is just a gross, disgusting. Like I said, even just coming from mainstream, like straight gross sex comedies, nothing has rivaled the vulgarity <laughs> of just like how thick people's cocks are, how mm-hmm. like they're, how good of a fuck their sibling is. Yeah. Like, how many incestual, like weird... really like he was horny for his brother. Yeah. Like really horny for his brother. And the one was like my sister, like it was, I don't even know who it was. I don't know the characters, but it was like, you were supposed to meet up with my sister to fuck her. She'd be a real good fuck. You would really like to fuck her, but I'm here. And now we're going to fake fight in the fighting. Oh my God. Oh, I know. I forgot to mention that because I remember that. It was like slow motion punching in the stomach. Yeah. See, I love, I love stylized fighting like that. Wasn't there another movie we talked about that had fighting like that in it? I don't know. I feel like there was, but I can't remember. If this movie was yeah. a comedy, I would have loved it. Like if this was... No, it was not. It was not. No. That was not the intention of this movie at all. <laughs> if the intention was comedy and just making fun of things, and like this is... Then maybe I would have loved it. But in this context, I just couldn't stand it. All right. So, and as always, I have three words for you. I can't quit you. Gay Film 101 is a part of the Unlikely Alliance Network. Links to all of our content can be found by going to theunlikelyalliance.com. 
You can also rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars only, please. And thank you for listening.